Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Jordan and Jake. Powered by Ortho Carolina. Mahomes stops, he throws it across field. Guess who? Jordan Gross. Here are your Panther Hall of Honor members, Jordan Gross and Jake DeLome. Jordan and Jake, postseason edition number two, I guess this would be Jake, uh, the Jordan and Jake podcast, and we're powered by Ortho Carolina. When it comes to your orthopedic care, choose better by choosing Ortho Carolina. With over 40 locations throughout the Carolinas, you're never far from one of the nation's leading providers of care for joints, muscles, and other orthopedic injuries. When things look bad, it's important to know you have a choice, but there's only one better choice. Ortho Carolina, a team official team physician, Jake DeLome of the Carolina Panthers. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing really well, Jordan. I, um, I'm not going to bring up the fact that I picked every game right last weekend. But uh, yep. other than that, you know, I'm doing well. So it's, uh, yeah. it's all good, man. I think we should go right to that because I was going to bring that up. My friend, do you, yeah, for all the listeners at home, now you've set a trend because what's going to happen, Jake, is there's the gambling rings of the world. Word's going to get out. We've got, we've got a can't miss prediction guy in Jake DeLome. Our view, our ratings are going to spike for the podcast for this one week and it's going to just snowball into this thing. Next thing you know, we're on Sirius XM. Then there's a TV show, Jordan and Jake, the TV show. So thank you for doing all that. Absolutely, but can the ratings get any higher? That's the question. I, I'm not. So I don't sure. believe so. I, I don't believe so. The game that that really surprised me, Jake, and I know Dayball's your bud. You said very convincingly that the Giants were going to beat the Vikings. I just the Vikings t- tend to kind of do things similar to this in the playoffs. However, I was surprised. Was there a lot of joy in your heart as uh, that game wound down to an end? Yeah, very much so. I just think the Vikings had many warts, to be quite honest. Um, mm. I thought that team was not going into the playoffs the correct way, uh, even the last month or so. Um, and the Giants, listen, they, they sat guys the last week of the season, but Daniel Jones was playing fantastic. Saquon Barkley, you just kind of you just kind of saw it. And I just know what kind of coach Brian Dayball is. And I know Wink Martindale, the D coordinator, they, they just have it rolling. And uh, I felt very confident in that in that one. Now, I did go with my heart with Jacksonville. I wasn't as confident uh, because I think <laughs> the Chargers have a very, 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 very good roster. Um, and it looked like it was going to be an easy win. But give Jacksonville credit. They, uh, they never stopped. And your Bills got away. Your, I say your Bills because of Brandon Bean and everybody up there, uh, Carolina North. But they barely got the win. I was watching that game closely and uh, would have been a big upset had the Dolphins pulled that off. No, no doubt. And, uh, I don't, I'm not so sure the Bills are playing really good football right now. And so um, it's going to be interesting moving forward. Uh, but listen, Jordan, you know it from playing. You play somebody in your division for the third time in the playoffs, very difficult, extremely difficult. And it doesn't matter injuries, who's playing quarterback sometimes. 
everybody knows everybody's kind of you know tendencies and 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 every pass rush move and every every route and things like that. So I thought that was a uh, I thought that was gonna could have been an issue, and it was for both teams. Well, we're gonna circle back on the divisional round uh, later on in the show. Last comment I have about last weekend was the Monday night game: Buccaneers losing to the Cowboys, as you predicted. Tom Brady walking off the field, and that's something I want to visit about here in a little bit. Is kind of where where you think he might be heading. But first, I did want to ask you. And, and this was on my to-do list right off the bat, but we got into your um, winning streak on the predictions. How's the offseason going? Not having to travel, your schedule's wide open. I mean, what 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 are we doing? You knew I was on the in the on Mexico last weekend. You got any plans coming up? What are we looking like, Jake? Yeah, Jordan, no. We um it's actually gonna be still a great amount of travel. We're starting club volleyball season. So I was in New Orleans from Friday afternoon up until Monday evening. We had a big volleyball tournament. And so it's a, a decent amount of travel and busy with the racehorses and other things that are going on. So it's uh it's kind of full full steam ahead for the next couple of months. So it's not a um it's not as much airplane travel, but there's still travel for the this club volleyball season. So it's a lot, but you know what? I wouldn't trade it any other way. When you say we have club volleyball, you're talking about you and your other 40-something-year-old dads that have formed a team. Is that correct? Yeah. No, that would no. we are a team. We are oh. a paying team. We oh. have to pay for hotels every weekend. And <laughs> it's a, it's a pretty much a racket. Uh, you want our, uh, I want my child to play more than one sport, and in essence, there's it's high school a racket. volleyball. And club volleyball, so you kind of have to play both. So she's playing one sport, but it's like playing two. So it is what it if, is. She's happy. That's all that matters. If you had to go out on the court and participate with the club volleyball team, how likely would you be to get an injury? You know, Jordan, I think I would not get an injury. Uh, I feel good about where I am and my my body, but I, this is what I would do. I would not try to be Mr. All-American. I think I would kind of mm-hmm. know my limitations. I, I feel yep. pretty confident in that regard. Okay. I, I just, fun fact for you and our listening audience, I'm real bad at volleyball. Even though one time I was at uh, in Aspen, Colorado, at the same time there was a beach volleyball tournament, like some kind of high-level one happening. I just happened to be there when this tournament was happening, not there to watch. I was buying um, some food in the like a fast, you know, like a grab and go type place. The lady asked me if I'm one of the professional volleyball players. How do you like that, Jake? Well, well you do kind of have that persona and just the the, the body type, the tall and mm-hmm. long. So I can I can understand why she would say that. And jokes what was on your her. Response? What was uh, your jo- response? I said I said jokes on you. I'm quite horrible at volleyball, but thank you for the burrito. Huh. And then out I went. Uh, all right, <laughs> moving on to the Carolina Panthers uh, head coaching search. I don't know if you know this, Jake. However, we do not have a coach currently. Okay, so there's a number of interviews that have taken place. I know you're tracking it closely. If, if those of you that aren't, just go to panthers.com. The head coach interview tracker is updated right there. But we've done four interviews, Jake. Jim Caldwell, Steve Wilkes, Frank Reich, Shane Steichen, is that how you say that, Jake? Correct, yes, Steichen. Yeah, from, from, from Philly. I have my thoughts, but let's go through it. Okay, let's start with the man, the man who's kind of got his butt in the seat a little bit. Steve Wilkes has had his interview. Players love him. You and I have talked at length. Anything changed 
in your opinion of that guy, Jake, thus far? No, I don't think anything's changed. And, um, uh, you know, I would like uh, – we don't we won't know this, but I'm assuming he presented a plan to Mr. Tepper and like, hey, I know I took over, you know, October, what, 12th or whatnot, but this is my plan. This is who I want as my – coordinator this is who I want as my defensive coordinator this is what I'm I'm thinking this is what I'm thinking roster wise it's all it's going to be the presentation I mean how much are these guys prepared and I think it's difficult for guys that are still coaching can you truly be prepared to give a a thorough examination of a roster and and things like that to an owner that's difficult but um that's where you know Steve uh we saw what he did he's a leader of men I can tell you that he's a leader of men um, and what his plans going forward. I'm not privy to those informations, uh, only uh, Mr. Tepper and whoever the team may be. So, uh, But we certainly know he has the respect of the locker room. Don't you think that there's probably interest in other places as well? So I, like you said, what do we know? We're not in the rooms. There's a, a timeline that's fairly critical for this hiring to get done, so that these other candidates kind of know where they stand. But Steve Wilkes has won; like currently, he has no job on the horizon. He could be a position coach, he could be a coordinator, he could be a head coach. Somewhere in there, there has to be some comfortable level of uh, like where he kind of sits in the process, just out of respect for him. Or like Al Holcomb went and interviewed with the Falcons for their D coordinator job, you'd have to think with their relationship Wilkes, if he gets the head job would want to keep Al on staff. So when do you think, and I know it's just all opinion based Jake, but when do you think you would see some decision being made here? That's I can't answer that. I don't know. What if Mr. Tepper, you know, what if he's loved one of the interviews already and he's just doing his due diligence um, and not just yep. going to fall, you know, and, and, and he wants to find out what's people's thoughts on the roster and what's their philosophy and, and just starting to kind of pick from them because usually successful people, they want to be around other successful people. And it's not like they think they know it all. They, they've learned along the way. And so that's something maybe there's somebody he has in his mind that he likes, but he's just going to continue this process to make sure that he's going to do his due diligence on all, all the other coaches. And certainly the big name that dropped maybe Sunday or Monday, whatever uh, day because of the holiday on Monday, um, you know, Sean Payton's supposed to interview. So how's that interview going to go? Sean, it's pretty impressive if he'd walk in a room with that resume and drop that on the table and his vision and his approach, because we've seen it work. We've seen it happen. So it's a, we've played uh, against very, it. very played against it for years. Uh, and then there's the draft pick compensation with the saints. You know, it, you're hearing, Oh, it could be a mid to late first round pick. We don't know that. Uh, we, we're not sure, but I mean, the saints are going to want to get compensated and, and rightly so. I mean, if we're in that situation or if I'm the owner of the saints, I want to get compensated for someone that who I have under contract. So there's a lot of factors that come into play. All right. Since you mentioned Sean Payton, he hasn't officially interviewed yet, as far as I know, but uh, as of this airing, there's a name tied to him. It rhymes with Tom Brady. And (laughs) and that same person is a free agent next year. I don't even want to speculate or, or go down this road, Jake, but I think we owe it to our listening audience. What do you think would happen if Tom Brady and Sean Payton became Carolina Panthers, and how would you receive that? Listen, if that happens, I think you would see a, um, a big jump in primetime games for the Panthers. I think Correct. you would um, – I don't know what our ticket sales are or our suite sales. I think you would see some type of uh, – 
jump in that regard. And I think you would see a ton of excitement. So, I, but I'm not sure what Tom's going to do. You know, that was a, uh, that was a rough end to the season. I know we lost to them, but our, this division was down. I'm not so sure Tampa was a, uh, a team that was going to make a run at the Super Bowl anyway. I think they had uh, some issues on that football team. Um, we beat them 21 to three in Carolina and we were up 21 to 10 going into the fourth. And, you know, we just had some issues on the back end, secondary wise, uh, one due to injury and sounds like maybe due to uh, communication that uh, we gave them opportunities. So not surprised by that outcome. And I'm not sure what Tom's going to do, to be quite honest. Speculation of Miami, um, speculation of the Raiders. Uh, there's the whole San Fran deal, which I don't see that happening. Uh, but who knows? Uh, they're tied, Sean and, and Tom. It's so many stories gets floated out that we just we, we just don't know. And you don't even know. <laughs> Guys make up stories. There's so many these writers that, oh, an anonymous source. Well, no, it's not anonymous. You just made it up. You, you made it <laughs> up. So we'll see. Yeah. Well, I'm making up right now that I don't know how anyone could physically play pro football at 46, which is what he would be next year. <laughs> and that's just – that's absurd. At some point, his body's just going to, like, collapse, like on a Indiana Jones in the Last Crusade when they drink from the wrong chalice at the end of the movie, looking for the cup of Christ. And if you get it wrong, you just turn to dust right away that's gonna happen like it's soon to his body if he keeps playing because it it's amazing what he's been able to do all right we'll move on from hypotheticals go back to some of our coaching searches jim caldwell frank reich i love those two yeah like, i'm the same way proven dudes yeah grown men yep. leaders history like it, it'd be hard to argue with either one of those hires and then steichen the the oc I'm a little like that's more of a, a gamble, right? He just hasn't done it. He's not as proven. He's the hot name. But Frank Reich, Steve Wilkes, Jim Caldwell, you know, you're not discovering some hidden gem. But to me, like with the roster we have, the quarterback position needs some experience. Like they all seem to fit right, Jake. I agree, Jordan. And listen, huge fan of Frank. I'm not so sure what happened in the Indy. They just never got the quarterback situation right. Um, uh, Jim Caldwell, proven success, uh, a gentleman, leader of men. <laughs> you know, Jordan, like I had something in 2005, uh, an event, and it was Bill Cower and I. And I had a chance before we had to kind of start this talk or whatnot. He and I were just kind of shooting uh, the bull and, and, and talking about things football-wise. And then the event started, and we were signing autographs, and you know, somebody, I can't remember the exact detail, but about Coach Cower, like, hey, what about so-and-so? He goes, you know, the only thing, Coach, he, he just doesn't have any doesn't have any experience. And the and Cower just, like, you know, cordially conversed with him. The guy left, and Cower looked at me, and he goes, I don't understand that comment. He goes, if you don't ha- how do you get experience? How do you get it? He said they said <laughs> the same thing about me when I became a head coach. I had no head coaching experience. Well, at some point, most head coaches never had head coaching experience. You know, how do you get it? So we don't know. The whole media wants to make fun of biting kneecaps Dan Campbell in his press conference two years ago. I mean, you can't tell me this guy doesn't know what he's doing. Um, I don't know, Nick Sirianni, Philadelphia's coach, number one seed in the NFC. Two, uh, two years ago, he gets hired. That's all people want to talk about. What a terrible press conference, deer in the headlights. What does that mean? Like, we don't know. We just don't know until guys get an opportunity to get in those spots. Is it too big for them? Are they just coordinators? Uh, we don't know. I, I'm, I'm still surprised 
we have not seen more special teams coaches named head coaches. Yeah. They coach every position. They coach every player. I think John Harbaugh's a fantastic yeah. coach. Yeah, I think they've done a great job. And so I'm, I'm surprised we haven't seen more of that. Um, Here's a story. Here's a story on, yeah. on getting experience for you. Okay, so I'm playing next to Amini Silatolu when he was drafted from Nowhere State, Texas, to come in and play as a rookie guard next to me. Right. So he had no level of understanding of higher level football. Was credibly talented kid. We're getting ready to play the um, his rookie year. It's like my ninth year, tenth year, ninth year. No, older than that, eleventh year maybe. Anyways. We're getting ready to play the Bucks, and I'm venting to Coach John Matsko, position coach, about how this rookie doesn't – he's never been through any of these situations. He doesn't know what how to handle them. He's a great guy, and I'm working well with him. But I was like, Coach, he just doesn't have any experience. He looks at me. John Matsko gives me, like, the shooter, you know, the finger with the thumb up, says, hey, stud, how do you get experience? By getting experience. And walks away. That was his answer to my – to my complaints so you're exactly right jake like you never get you if you never get a chance you never get a chance so we'll see where it goes man i i just got to think the answer sooner and later as much time as mr tepper's had to research this he knows kind of where he wants to go with it and the interviews are important of course but also having some some clarity as soon as possible going in this off season so some decisions can be made however it is nice we're not looking for a gm as well so there is con- no, I, con- continuation happening yeah. without evaluations and things like that. Yeah, I agree. And and look, Jordan, I, you know, Coach Matt Rule, he, everybody was fired up when he got the job. And, yes, there were questions about college, uh, but he, it sounded like he just aced the interview and his his system worked He in college. He took a couple of programs, and so he tried to implement it in the NFL, and it just, you know, things never worked. And, you just you just don't know where you're gonna find the next guy. I think that's the biggest thing. You just don't know. Sean Payton. We can talk about Sean. I love Sean. Gotten to know him through the years. He and Coach Fox uh, being dear friends. And one was the offensive coordinator for the Giants. One was the defensive coordinator for the Giants at the same time. Well, at one point, Sean had his offensive play calling duty duty stripped from him. I think either at the Giants and or maybe with Parcells in Dallas. But, I mean, that's that's part of it. I mean, it's not yeah. going to be this great coach all the time. There's going to be challenges. It's how you respond. And so we just don't know. I guess if Sean Payton gets the job, there may be a high probability of Kenny Chesney sightings around the facility, which isn't terrible. I'd be you good know. with that. Very much so. Right. All right, let's move into the divisional round, Jake. you got to get all these right. Jags Chiefs, Giants Eagles. On Saturday, Sunday, Bengals, Bills, Cowboys, 49ers. Just for whoever whoever designed the playoffs, incredible weekend, first of all. Like I'm ex- there's usually some games for me. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big fan, but I don't, you know, every game doesn't always, you know, strike a chord with me that I am, is incredibly excited about. These four, they're all must-watch games. I'm excited about it. So, here we go, Jack, Jake. Jake, Jags, Chiefs. Where are we heading? Oh man, Hart wants Jags, but man, I'm I'm such a Mahomes guy. I just think, I think the Chiefs. I, I think Jacksonville's not there yet. I think we'll, there'll be a perennial team in the playoffs, but I'm going Chiefs. Well, and what an environment for Trevor Lawrence to have to go play in. I mean, this is like playoff atmosphere times a hundred 
going to Arrowhead. No, you know what I no mean? doubt. Now, so, and listen, the Jags are playing with house money. They've played in Cleveland and uh, Kansas City already this year. They did well against them and left a ton of offense on the table. So there's a possibility there, but I'm going with um, with Kansas City. All right, Giants-Eagles at Philly. Week off for Philly. Oh. Giants are red hot. Brian Dable, I don't know if you know him. You've never mentioned him oh. on this show. You know, he's the coach. What are we thinking? I this I'm worried about Jalen Hurts. I don't know what this injury is, man. They they made up so much about it after week the final week of the season, the 17th game. He came back to play to to assure them the number one seed. And it's like a lot of talk after was, you know, the shoulder, the shoulder. It's like, well, I don't know what it is. Um I but I'm going with the Giants. I I'm not okay. I'm going I, I think they're hot. For some reason, I what will it die out? I don't know, but gosh. That game wasn't cl- – against Minnesota, that game was – I don't know. They they were pretty good. I- I'm going with the Giants. Yeah. Okay. And there's nothing like beating Philly in the playoffs at their own place. That's awesome. I haven't, no I haven't done doubt. it in like 20 years, but 20 years ago, it was awesome. So, <laughs> I just recommend the Giants do that. Okay. Bengals-Bills. Sweet game. Love this game. Who are you going with? Jordan, I don't know. I'm worried about the Bengals' offensive line, but I'm also worried about the Bills. Just, uh, they just they're not. Gosh, it's like defensively they've done some good things, but offensively it's they've been a little loosey with the ball. But I'm I'm gonna go back to the Bills on this because I think um, final week of Demar Hamlin, the the emotional ride, they get the win, the kickoff returns, and against Miami. They jumped on them, and I think they might have just hit a lull, but I, I think they'll regroup. I'm going with the Bills, and and honestly, the only reason, because of the offensive line for the Bengals. I think they're down three starters. That That's not yeah. a good recipe. Yeah, I agree with you there. I think that the dust has settled from the Hamlin, all the everything. He's looking like everything's going well. I think they're going to – I think – I think they're going to get this one. Okay, final. Cowboys 49ers. Awesome game. Brock Purdy, the juggernaut quarterback. He's playing at home, which makes a giant difference for how this game feels to a rookie quarterback starting in the playoffs, Jake. Where do you see it? I'm going 49ers, Jordan. I um, you, you know, I think that's a tall task for Dallas playing Monday night. Um, 49ers have a couple of extra days to prepare. Body-wise, Dallas flying um, – I'm not saying across country, but that's still a good ways for them. Uh, I just think the 49ers are like really, really, really good. And okay. getting Elijah Mitchell back to pair with Christian uh, and Purdy just seems like nothing phases him. Uh, I'm going with the Niners. Okay, so we're going to have a Giants-Niners uh, NFC Championship and a Kansas City-Bills AFC Championship. I could live with that. In Atlanta, Kansas city uh, Buffalo would be in Atlanta. Is that, that what is it a, is? Okay. That is the, that is the neutral site that they because I I want to say it's uh, equal distance. Supposedly that's what was uh, the reason they chose Atlanta. That's why we pay you the big bucks, Jake. You just got all that information just up there in the old ticker. Nice job, buddy. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna let you go. And Matt Hogan, our producer, um, you I I believe this might have been a world record, a J- Jordan and Jake podcast world record for number of blinkers that Jake added to the background of our podcast while driving down the road. So Matt, get us the stats on that, if you will, uh, so we can share it next time. But Jake, I appreciate you, man. I love the show. Uh, well, you know what? Today, you know. 
listen, if you're going to pot, why not be safe? You're going to podcast right. and follow the rules, right? And, and listen, <laughs> just for clarification's sake, I was making it to my office at home, but you had to go. We had to adjust. Hey, we're out of time. We're out of time. Jo- okay, this has been the yes, Jordan and right. Jake podcast powered by Ortho Carolina. When it comes to your orthopedic care, choose better by choosing Ortho Carolina. With over 40 locations throughout the Carolinas, you're never far from one of the nation's leading providers of care for joints, muscles, and other orthopedic injuries. When things look bad, it's important to know you have a choice, but there's only one better choice, Ortho Carolina, official team physician of the Carolina Panthers, and brought to you by Jake's left turn signal. All right, Jake, be good. <laughs> All right, Jordan, hopefully maybe next week we might. You think we have a head coach next week? I don't know. I'm getting starting we'll, to get excited. We'll, that's called a cliffhanger. Stay tuned.